Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Shalom Yamini. Each week, we will look in the weekly Torah portion to find inspiration that will complement your daily life and intensify your connection to God. This month's Parsha Perspective is being sponsored by Shlomo Pesia and Daniela Hess and family in honor of the upcoming yurtzite of Shlomo Pesia's father, Yosef ben Zev Wolf. May his neshama have an aliyah and may his memory be a blessing for his family and entire Jewish people. If you or someone you know would like to sponsor a month of the Parsha Perspective, please email us at theparshaperspective at gmail.com or at our Facebook page, The Parsha Perspective. This week's Torah portion is Parsha's Vayeshev. Yaakov settles down in the land of Hebron with his multiple wives and many children. But Yaakov loves one child more than he loves the rest, Yosef, a child from a wife that he loved more than any other wife, Rachel. Yosef, who his brothers were jealous for the preferential treatment that his father has showed him. Yaakov had a multicolored coat commissioned for Yosef. And then Yosef relates to his brothers his two dreams, which foretold that he is destined to rule over them, increasing their envy and hatred towards him. Shimon and Levi couldn't stand it anymore, and they plotted to kill him. But Reuven, the firstborn, suggested that they throw him into a pit, intending to come back later and save him. While Yosef sat in the pit, Yehuda sold him to a band of passing Arabs, and the brothers dipped this fancy coat that Yaakov had commissioned for Yosef in the blood of a goat, showing this coat to their father, leading him to believe that his most beloved son was devoured by a wild beast. These band of Arabs head down to Egypt, and Yosef is sold to Potiphar, the minister in charge of power slaughterhouses. Hashem blesses everything that Yosef touches, and soon he is made master over Potiphar's household. Potiphar's wife desires the handsome and charming Yosef, and when Yosef rejects her, she tells her husband that this Hebrew slave tried to force himself on her and Potiphar has him thrown in prison. While in prison, Yosef gains the trust and admiration of the jail warden, who in turn appointed Yosef to a position of authority in the prison. In prison, Yosef meets Pari's chief butler and chief baker, who are both incarcerated for offending the king, and both have disturbing dreams, which Yosef interprets. And in three days, he tells them, the butler will be released, and the baker will be hung. Yosef, asked the butler to intercede on his behalf with Pare. Yosef's predictions are true and are fulfilled, but the butler forgets all about Yosef and does nothing for him. This is an amazing story. An amazing story of a person that goes from being in a land with his family, with riches, and is sold because of hatred by his brothers. Sold to a land that is foreign to him. And now... He goes to a Potiphar, a minister of Pare. And life becomes good. He is made the master of the house. But then tragedy strikes. Potiphar's wife seduces him, but he rejects and in turn is thrown to prison. But again, God has his back and is soon made a position of power in prison. And in the prison, he meets Pare's chief butler and baker. And he interprets both their dreams, hoping that this butler will be his savior hoping that this butler will intercede by Parai on his behalf to save him. 
And the question comes, how is it possible that Yosef keeps faith? How is it possible that he didn't go into a deep depression every time something is taken away from him? And he finds a way to succeed and is taken away from him again and again. How is it possible that Yosef didn't give up hope on his life, on returning to his family, on being with his father once again? Because it seems like every good thing that happens to him turns out only to be an introduction to something new and unforeseen misfortune from the love of his father that stoked hate by his brothers from becoming the master in Potiphar's household only to get thrown in prison because of false accusations. How did Yosef hold strong to his faith and not give up hope? Yosef didn't give up hope. Because he knew that these misfortunes that he's enduring right now are only introductions to the good that will come to him. As we see in next week's Parsha, he becomes the second most important person in the world by the age of 30. Yosef lived a life not by thinking that the good is an introduction to his misfortune, rather the opposite, that his misfortunes are an introduction to his blessings. Yosef lived the life with belief in God, knowing that one day he will be that leader that he saw in his dream, that one day he will be a ruler over his brothers. Yosef lived a life focusing on the future and not on the past, knowing that what happened to him doesn't affect what he can do in this world. Yosef lived life in the present, but focused on the future. Which means that he did not look back and say, this happened to me and now I cannot go forth and stronger and better. I cannot do this because of something in my past. He held strong to that faith, to that God that saved him countless of times and said, I will come out of this whole, successful and prosperous. In our daily life, we must live life in the present and focus on the future rather than the past. We must not let the past give us a mental block to hold us from what we know we can become. We have to live life focusing on the future. We need to know that sometimes there's stuff that happened to us that are unfortunate. But these things are only to make you stronger and more susceptible to the good that will come into your life. And it's just like Yosef. The second half of his life is a story of unprecedented success. Not just politically and materially, but also morally and spiritually. He becomes the first person in recorded history to forgive. He forgives his brothers for doing something to him so bad that the Torah says if a person is kidnapped and sold, the person who did it is killed. Yosef also makes good on a promise that God told Avraham that through you, all the families in the land will be blessed. That through him, all the families in the region were saved from the famine because of his stockpiling of food. Yosef gives way to the life-changing idea that despair is never justified. That even if your life has been scarred by misfortune, your chances of happiness seem forever gone. There's still hope. Because the next chapter in your life can be filled with blessings. Not only just blessings, but unprecedented success and prosperity. There's a great quote that I once heard. Today's curse may be the beginning of tomorrow's blessing. 
Have a great weekend. Have a good Shabbos. And have a happy Hanukkah. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening.